This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. The weekend is upon us. Good Saturday morning. We are taking your calls this hour. 1 800 848 WABC 800 848 The topic continues to be the violence in Ukraine. As of right now, more than 50,000 Ukrainian uh, refugees have fled the country. Violence uh, overnight in, uh, in uh, Ukraine. It is now daybreak. It's uh, 7.02 a.m. in the morning, Saturday morning in Ukraine. But the bombs continued on Friday. The the one, one item of good news, Ukraine staged a defense. And y- you have to tip your hat to the residents of Ukraine that slowed Russia's massive invasion at least temporarily at least temporarily and so the capital area and surrounding areas of ukraine are going from uh, looking like uh, beautiful cities into war zones and so authorities in ukraine have asked residents to prepare molotov cocktails and said that they distributed 18,000 firearms to reservists, that's what they're calling them, in and around uh, the capital. And President Zelensky says the fate of Ukraine is being decided right now. How does all of this play out? We are taking your telephone calls this morning. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222, right here at home. And this is something that I did not know, folks. In New York, uh, New York has the largest Ukrainian uh, population of any state in America. And tonight, the Empire State Building has been glowing with the blue and yellow of the Ukraine flag, matching what was being done at the uh, Eiffel Tower in Paris and uh, also uh, in London. And here's why I say, and we're going to your telephone calls in just one second. I see the calls. Here's why I say that we have to tip our hat 
to what the people in Ukraine are doing to defend their country. Uh, one man there desperately tried to block a Russian military convoy, uh, risking his life by stepping in front of uh, the vehicles. This is all on video. Uh, Americans are being evacuated. Uh, Russia is continuing to move in. Uh, we know that that the U.S. is uh, sanctioning uh, Putin, but what does that actually mean? Because it's mostly symbolic, and uh, you're not going to to really get to to his his uh, millions. And another heroic act: a Ukrainian soldier blew himself up. Think about this, folks, for love of country on a bridge to prevent the Russians from coming over the bridge. So they decided that the only way to block these armored vehicles that were coming would be to place mines on on the uh, bridge, and they needed a volunteer. And when this man realized that he had no time to get to safety, he made the ultimate sacrifice on the bridge. We are taking your telephone calls this morning. Let's start with with uh, let's start with Michael. Well, no, no, no. Let let's start. Let's start with uh, Michael in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Uh, thank you for being there, uh, Dom. Uh, listen, uh, Dominic, the way that the president of Ukraine can protect himself, his family, and his nation right now, the best thing he can do is to ensure that all documents uh, accusing the Bidens are protected and secreted out of the country to a... A reliable, independent nation, uh, a Switzerland, an Israel, uh, something like that. Then he must ensure that all witnesses against the Bidens get out of the country safely. Now, here's why this protects. That, you know where I'm going. I was about to ask you exactly why. Yes. This is why this protects Ukraine. Everything that President Biden has done shows that he was actually building towards this invasion and wanted it to happen. And it also proves that China is involved in the deal. Okay, but, but wait, thing- but wait, 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 Michael. Why, why would, why would Biden want this to happen? Uh, because the evidence against the Biden family is so overwhelming in Ukraine that uh, the, the Russians know, they knew, and so did the Chinese. They knew that Biden would allow this invasion and do everything to encourage it, even as he encouraged the invasion against the United States by sleeper cell agents sent by enemy nations uh, 
across our southern border. All this Biden did deliberately, and it is all connected to the protection of his family. Mm. Okay, well, Michael, I thank you uh, for the telephone call. And I I mentioned uh, the sanctions that the U.S. have put on uh, Putin. And again, it's mostly symbolic. And what the sanctions uh, mean is that it it entails preventing individuals from traveling to and from certain jurisdictions. It also bans companies from engaging in any sort of transaction with these persons, whether it be banks, private schools, or other uh, entities. And so the U.S. has also placed uh, sanctions on Russian banks. But, again, President Zelensky says that that Ukraine is basically, well, not basically, it's standing and it needs help, and it needs help now. How does all of this play out? Is this going to be over sooner rather than later? And, and, and what's the end game here? And what's the impact on the United States? That's what I have been trying uh, to, to uh, figure out here. Let's go to uh, Gene. Gene in the Bronx. Good morning and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Good morning. Okay, let's go to Karen, our friend Karen in Rockland County. Good morning, Karen. Ooh. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well, Karen. I hope you are as uh, well. Yeah, um, this what's going on in uh, Ukraine reminds me of our own American Revolution when the American colonists and uh, Britain were were going at it. Our, you know, our well, we weren't a country then, but we stood up to uh, Britain and we won. So hopefully, the same thing will happen in Ukraine. And I'm kind of sorry that Ukraine doesn't have all those damn weapons that were left over in Afghanistan because they could use it now. Right, right. It, isn't that something, though, when you think about it, Karen, and I'm glad you brought that up. All those American weapons, and I know that the U.S. has helped Ukraine to a degree, but all of those American weapons in Afghanistan when they should be at other entities throughout the world. Right, I mean, you know, between uh, Afghanistan and China, they really didn't need it, but Ukraine could use it right now, and you know nothing. They, you know they're not getting any of it. Mm-hmm. And that uh, mm-hmm. that treaty that went on with uh, in uh, 1994. Why isn't uh, America standing up to that treaty? And I don't know the other countries that were involved to protect Ukraine because they gave up their nuclear. So, Karen, you know, how, how do, before I move on to the next call, how does this end? How does this play out? I don't know. It doesn't look too good right now, but they're really fighting for their lives here. And I give them a lot of credit and that president. I mean, look at the president that was in Afghanistan. He ran away with his uh, tail between his legs here and took all the money with him. Zelensky's staying here with his people, which is a big difference. Well, he he, he uh, is definitely uh, standing strong, President Zelensky. And I thank you for the call. Let's now go. Thanks, Karen, Rockland County. Let's go to New Hampshire. Let's say good morning to Pete. Pete, good morning and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Hi, Dom. Thank you for allowing me to be on your show. Of course. Go right ahead. I have just extracted through uh, Project D- Dynamo. Dynamo, right? Anyway. Go ahead, Pete. I'm listening. 
I have four families that are flying to northern Wales right now as we speak, Dom, and I have funded the whole thing through myself as a Vietnam vet. I am trying to get it, get the hell out of here in New Hampshire because of the weather conditions. To meet with them, I have people over there to receive them, to put them in a cottage. You you, you follow me? I'm I'm trying to follow you, but your 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 voice is going uh, up and down. So you're saying you have friends and family in Ukraine? I have friends in the Ukraine, four families in the Ukraine that are flying over right now thanks to Project Dynamo. And so they, you're telling me they were able to get out? Yes. And well, that's they are good. going that's good to news. northern Wales to a cottage. Mm. Mm. So how, how do you yes. feel about that? How do you feel about that, Pete? That that your friends and family uh, are making it out. They are they are my friends, not my immediate family. Okay, okay, and all right. Well, how do you still I am feel bringing about them that? to a safe a safe place? Okay, I got you. Well, Pete, I thank you for the call, and and uh, that's some good news um, in terms of for your friends. I hope everything works out for them. Let's go from New Hampshire to New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Dennis. Dennis, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 yes, WABC. Yes. Good morning to to you, uh, Dom. Uh, Dom, thank you. all across Dominic, all across television tonight, they're talking about the fact that. Putin doesn't look good. He's not the same guy that they were dealing with several years ago. So my thought is this. Who's to say he's in his late 70s? Maybe the guy's been diagnosed with cancer, and he says, you know what? I'm going to give it one last shot, and I'm going to rebuild the Russian Empire before I die. Isn't that a possibility? Well, it's a strong possibility that he's trying to rebuild the Russian Empire. That's been widely talked about. I don't know. I, I don't try and figure out his motives um, because I think, frankly, uh, Dennis, that many of them are bizarre. And uh, what's happening, it's it's just not right. The, the, these are innocent people in, in Ukraine. And, you know, it seems like they're just caught up in what amounts to a power grab, a power struggle. I don't know if he has cancer. And I frankly don't know his full motivation uh, that is Putin for what for what he's doing now. But but you do you do raise a uh, a good point. Let's go to Grace. Grace is calling from Brooklyn. Good morning, Grace, and welcome to Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hi, good morning, Dominic. Um, I just wanted to finish up with what I was saying last yesterday morning. Um, okay. Yeah, I was just saying that we're gonna have cyber attacks, and because when I know you say, gonna... wait, 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 when you say we, do you mean here in America? Yeah, because okay. um, from from what the president, um, what's his name, Putin said, he said um, we're gonna feel the rot. Whoever help, gonna feel the rot of of him. So, right. um, Mr. Biden in July of. I think last year he went over there when we had the first attack against the pipeline, and he gave him the the list of 16 people, 16 company not to mess with. So he has those 16 lists, you know. And I am afraid that we tend to 
focus on Ukraine, Ukraine constantly, but we're not focusing on what to come. And that's why I was saying that Americans need to buy water, have their matches, have extra food, because when it hit our door, the cyber attack, we're not going to have any... If, if he hit the grit. So, but Grace, but, yeah. so Grace um, let me follow up with you this way. And I remember well what you said last night and what you were urging fellow Americans to do to be safe rather than sorry. But you really believe there's going to be blowback uh, on this uh, for, to America from this situation? Yes. When just because remember now, his back is going to be against the wall after he achieved what he wanted. Right. When you say he, you're referring to Putin or you referring to Biden? No, Mr. Putin. When he achieved what he wanted. Right. Then he's going to realize that, whoa, I'm getting licks here and there for what I have done. And when his Mm -hmm. back is against the wall, he's going to retaliate. He said he's going to. So at this point. You have to believe him when he says that, because I think that he's going to lean so much to China to help him out that he is not going to think of the consequences. He's just going to go brawl out, you know, and just mm-hmm. have no regrets. Have no regrets, you know. Well, so I'm, I was just warning our fellow citizens, we don't have to buy no gun or whatever. Just make sure you have water matches for when the lights go out. You know, and have extra water just in case that we can survive. We all can survive. So it's just a warning. Well, Grace, uh, I, I, I hope and pray it doesn't come to that. Uh, here in America, as of right now, uh, America has no official role uh, in this uh in this situation, but I, I do, Grace, I thank you for the call uh, tonight and uh, for last night. Let me talk to our friend uh, Stan in Forest Hills. Good morning, Stan. How are you this morning? How are you feeling? I'm doing well. How do Go you see the this bakery. all playing Get some out? Cake. Go to the bakery. Get some cakes. We need some right now. We need, <laughs> we need some sweetness. You know what I mean? Get me a layer cake. Something the, to, to the, the Rockland Bakery and get Go some Go get cake. it, baby. Get me a layer cake. Anyway. <laughs> Listen, news okay, has been Stan, made go tonight. Go right ahead. News has been made tonight on Rita's show, and I called in there. Okay. Uh, she had on General Petraeus. And General Petraeus basically... Uh, did not criticize the president of the United States, basically stated everything that the president is doing and ha- is going to do, and said it, it, basically it's the right thing to do, and we're doing it. Uh, not like many of the people who we should jump into war like this woman. But, you know, let's understand something. You know, uh, if he decides to go nuclear, and we, nobody wins a nuclear war. We're all dead. So it won't uh, – my suggestion to Grace is that you won't need water. You won't need tissue. You won't need anything because you ain't going to be around. So, ain't gonna, so we don't need – that's why the uh, United States did not go in at this time. Now, 40,000 troops have been moved or are going to be moved by the NATO countries into their countries. The movement is happening. It started, I think, today into Poland and all the rest of them to back up the NATO countries. And an American general, I don't know his name is going to be in charge of it, and so forth. So movement, something is going on, something will be done. But General Petraeus is a cautious man, 
And he basically did not criticize the president, basically said everything that the president is doing. And that is the correct thing to do. So uh, we'll wait and see. But I hope the president of Ukraine uh, could get out and fight for another day. I hope he doesn't stick around. You know, in war, if you, uh, the best part of valor is get the hell out and fight another day. Uh, let them fight. Let them make sure the Russians bleed like hell. But I hope the president of Ukraine can get out. And, you know, his voice is needed. And I hope he doesn't stick around to be killed. I hope he can come back and his voice will be needed if he's out of the country. But we'll see. We'll see. Stan, I thank you for the call. When when one country is fighting with tanks and, and, and weapons and the other country is resorting to all males, uh, all hands on deck and Molotov cocktails, that's not exactly a, uh, a fair fight. And that's the situation uh, to reduce it to its lowest terms of what's going on uh, in Ukraine. And, you know, it's a situation where, again, it's now it's now uh, 721 in the morning in Ukraine. It was another violent night last night. Uh, they are seven hours are, are ahead of us. And we are taking your telephone calls. Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77, WABC. Coming up a bit later, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. And, of course, it is now Saturday morning. So that means coming up at 1 a.m., the weekend edition, the weekend edition of The Other Side of Midnight with Curtis Lewa. He's standing by all excited and ready to go. I'm going to take a break. We'll be back with all of your telephone calls in just a moment. Stay with us. You were looking for me. Hello. <laughs> you know. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. What has happened in Ukraine, and there's been violence overnight, has steered me away from what I normally talk about are the issues that occur in the New York tri-state area. And, folks, I'm going to get to this a little bit later. I'm going right back to Ukraine in just one second. But it is absolutely disgusting what happened to a woman on her way home from work. A man comes up behind her. She's walking down the stairs at the uh, subway uh, station, kicks her in her back, and repeatedly bangs a hammer with all of his force. It's all captured on video into the back of her head. This woman, as we speak, is in critical condition because of what this animal did to her. We're going to table that for just a a couple of minutes, and we're going to stay on the situation in Ukraine again Uh, violence overnight on Friday night, but uh, the residents of Ukraine, they are staging somewhat of a defense as much as they can, considering the massive uh, invasion that they are um, up against. Uh, President Zelensky says the fate of Ukraine is being decided right now. And at, um, at the Empire State Building, 
the the building is glowing with blue and yellow which are the colors of the ukraine flag and we are taking your telephone calls to philadelphia this morning and robert good morning robert you're on talk radio 77 wabc yeah how you doing dominic i'm doing well robert thank you for asking i hope you're doing well no sad night man um but before i get to my point and it will be quick Yes, Dan. Joe's a great leader. Good Lord. Um, anyway, you asked the prior caller what she thought the end game was. Yes. And, Same and question and I'll to be you. Tw- I'll be 20 seconds. On the one hand, what he's doing with China is going to give him an unlimited market with his fuel. China's going to get all the fuel they want, and they'll strengthen each other's company, con- our currencies and become sanction-proof. And that's what the next president, after this idiot, is going to have to deal with. But... As far as immediately how the end game goes, it all depends on how long the Ukraine holds out because I can tell you that the Baltic countries, Lithuania, Estonia, Latvia, are next on his list. He's already talking about them. And if Ukraine makes it hurt bad enough, that might save them Baltic countries until NATO can get its act together. In a nutshell, that's basically what we're looking at going forward. Um I'm going to feel bad for Zelensky, and I'm sure Zelensky could give a care or, or could care less about Stan's sentiment. Okay, Zelensky, I I pray for him, and I hope you have a good weekend, and I hope your audience has a good weekend. Most hey, of Robert, but got it. But right. what what I fear is somehow, some way, backdoor route, the U.S. may be pulled into this. Do you see that? If he goes into the Baltic countries. We have to. What we should have done in the Ukraine, we will have to do in the Baltic countries. But Ukraine has some say here. If Ukraine really bloody uh, Russia, Putin has to think twice about the Baltic countries and taking on a NATO that's starting to get some resolve back. Well, Robert, I calling from Philadelphia this morning. We thank you for the call. And um, we're going to see we're going to see how this all plays out in real time to Staten Island right now. Let's say good morning to Robert. Good morning, Robert. Welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Um, I just wanted to make a, a couple of points as to why uh, Putin is doing what he's doing. I think he Go has two it. objectives. He wants to uh, degrade the, um, the Ukrainian military so missiles won't be placed in the Ukraine that, that, that would point at the uh, at Moscow and St. Petersburg, he's, he's, he's definitely afraid of that. Plus, uh, with the military uh, action by Russia, he's helping out the Russian-speaking people in the eastern part, the Donbass, who, who, who have been shelled by the uh, Ukrainian uh, military for the past eight years. And nobody likes to talk about it, but they've, uh, they've killed around 14,000 people uh, in that uh, Donbass area. So I, I think that's what his two objectives are. What call me call me an optimist, but I'm hoping that I wake up one of these mornings and find out that through diplomacy they've found a way to end this violence uh in Ukraine, this situation with uh Russia. Do you see that, Robert, as a possibility or or no? I think once uh, once uh, once uh, Putin does what he I think he's capable of doing it and destroying the, uh, the the military of Ukraine. He won't have to worry about missiles being uh, 
pointed at him from Ukraine. And, and then uh, plus uh, he's helping out his uh, brethren in the eastern part of the Russian-speaking area because they've been uh, they've been uh, bombed for the past eight years by the uh, by Kiev. So I, I think that's I don't think he's interested in the Baltics. I think those are his two objectives. Once 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 the, uh, the Russians are able to, to achieve that, the war is over. Well, Robert, I, I thank you for the call uh, from Staten Island. And from Staten Island, let's go to uh, to Huntington, Long Island, I believe it is. Mary Beth, good morning, Mary Beth, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Good morning to you, Dominic, and I hope you're well. I'm doing um, well. And the same right back at you. Thank you. Um, I was just talking to some people on a conference call today. Most of the people either lived in Westchester or here on Long Island. Nobody wants to go back into New York, you know, just even for, you know, a nice day or a nice evening. This latest story about this poor woman, mm-hmm. may I ask you, what subway station was that? What stairs were was she going down? I'm, she I'm was looking there. for the information. Uh, she was entering the Queens Plaza station when the suspect came up on her uh, just just uh, after 11.20 p.m. She works for the city, I believe the health department. And we're going back to Ukraine, folks. But we're, 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 we're moving along to what happened to this woman. And she was leaving work. She was on her way home, minding her business. And And, you know, we do need to to have steps to stop the crime. But I'm wondering, would you want to be the social worker who goes along with the police and, you know, goes to these people? This man has obviously got mental issues. How do you train people to deal with that? And you can't force them off the street. You can't force them to take medicine. This problem is escalating just the way the war is escalating over in Ukraine. This is horrible, horrible. I'm I'm with you, Mary Beth, and 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 please calm down. I I don't want you to get upset. I mean, you're going you're going into your weekend, and I agree with you. It's absolutely horrible. This woman, 57 years old, and she was hit numerous times with his full force in the back of her head, and she still fought back as much as she could uh, with a hammer. And she suffered a, fac- a fractured skull, lacerations to the head, and she's in critical condition at New York Presbyterian Hospital uh, Cornell. She is. He also kicked her and struck her several times before snatching her purse. She's a senior health uh, scientist for the New York City Health Department which is right around the corner from the subway station. And again, she was on her way uh, home from, from work. So Mary Beth, one of the things that uh, Mayor Adams is doing, and um, I agree with this, but, but I've been around long enough to know that this has been tried before. And I don't know how effective it is, but something has to give. The mayor says that every homeless uh, encampment in the subway system will be dis mantled and uh, transit crews and those homeless outreach workers that you mentioned earlier this month, they found 29 homeless encampments in the subway tunnels and another 89 in stations. And so Mary Beth, I mean, how did we get to the point? And I'm going, I'm going back to Ukraine, but 
and, and you know, some of you may tell me it's not fair for me to put this on de Blasio's shoulders because this was going on long before de Blasio. But de Blasio was the mayor of New York for eight years. And how do you just tolerate the homeless living in the subway system? And so, so Mary Beth, you, you won't come to New York, you said? Well, people don't want to, Dominic. Um, right. You know, what used to be a nice time for, you know, women friends to go into the city. Sometimes, you right. know, the husbands would go to a sport, sporting event. The women would right. go to a matinee or out to lunch or dinner. No, I, and I used to live in the city. I loved the city. I have no desire to go back in. And that really saddens me greatly because I'm, you know, I'm from New York. Right, right. Well, Mary Beth, I, 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 I wish that I had an answer. I wish that there was something I could say right now, to be honest with you, that would make you feel better. But there's absolutely nothing I can say nor do, because the reality is the next horrific story might be happening as we speak right now. And these are the times that we live in. But I do thank you for the call. And please, uh, please try to be positive and not get upset. I understand your frustration about the situation in New York. We all feel the same way. Hopefully, Mayor Adams will be able to uh, to get something done. But for this man to, to walk up to this woman and just repeatedly hit her in her head, with a hammer. I just wish that one of New York's finest uh, uh, under the old plain clothes unit had rolled up on him while he was doing that. But then it wouldn't be fair to that officer because if the officer took action, it would be a mark on his or her career. Anyway, Back to the issue of uh, Ukraine, and we're going we're gonna to be taking some of your phone calls this hour on what happened uh, to this woman. It is absolutely disgusting. Dominic Carter with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC, violence overnight in, uh, in Ukraine. Let's go to Olena, who's calling from uh, Teaneck, New Jersey. Good morning, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Thank you, Dominic. Just as a point of reference, Ukraine has a very deep, long history of self-defense. In the first and second century, the princes defended Volodymyr Sviatoslav. In the Cossack area uh, era, in the 16th century, 17th century, Ukraine defended itself from uh, Russian uh, occupation of the Tsars. Uh, during World War uh, One and Two, Ukraine had to defend its territories, and here we are. So bravery, I think, is in our bones. <laughs> That's right. The start. Well, but 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 I mean, but but how much? I mean, the fact of the matter is, explosions and bursts of uh, gunfire were were heard overnight near the capital. How yes. long? How long can they fight defending themselves? It's not a fair fight at all. No, no. But God help us. We have to give what we can. But let me mention something else that is rarely mentioned in the news, and that is that the Russian uh, occupation has taken over Chernobyl, 
And technically, it's not because it's an easy way to kill you. Chernobyl is a very important source of uh, energy. And what Russia has done over the longest time is it has uh, provided and uh, almost forced Ukraine to get energy from Russia, which means that even though it had its independence, it had to give money to Russia for energy because we were dependent. Now, another thing about Chernobyl that hasn't been mentioned by anyone, I haven't heard it on the news, is that the Chernobyl explosion happened during Russian-Soviet Union occupation. And at that time, it was hidden from the world. It's the world that forced the Soviet Union to give out the information about the real danger if Russia takes over Ukraine and it already took over Chernobyl what is the prospect of safety to Europe because Chernobyl affected Europe the, these are very legitimate and important issues that you raise yeah and <laughs> and unfortunately we may not exactly know the answer until the situation plays itself out. Yes. And it's, I, it's just, it's just, it's just a complete mess. Yes, it is. But I wish that they would take this and consider this point, both at the United Nations, at the talks in NATO, and of course here in America, I guess in any other country, because it affects the continent of Europe. It's well, radiation. That was mismanaged, and I hope to God it doesn't get mismanaged again. But then who knows what the vindictiveness is boiling in the blood of Putin. We don't know. And we don't. That's the million-dollar question. I thank you for the call, and have a, uh, a beautiful weekend. In one moment, I'm going to go to Tony in Jersey City, but let's start with uh, Mike in Hoboken. Good morning, Mike, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Dominic, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. I, I but you know I what? Hey, Mike, let me just window say this. Has, I see the hey, hey, Mike, Mike, just hold on one second. Let me say this to you. So Curtis Sliwa is walking the hallways all excited, ready to go as usual, and he doesn't like when callers say, how are you, and then we respond. And so... He's probably pulling out the little hair that he has uh, left right now in the other control room. But go right ahead, Mike. I said I looked out the window, and I my window looks at the Empire State Building. It is blue and yellow. Right. The 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 uh, colors of the uh, flag of Ukraine. Ukraine. Ukrainian. It, it's it's I'm happening not, I'm not in London. Not, I, I, I kind of I kind of agree with Frank. Like, what do we even care about the Ukraine? You know, we should be worried about war on the southern border. Well, I, I I hear you on the the southern border, but but Ukraine is is a democracy. I mean, and America, I, we can't police the entire world, but America has to be concerned about what's going on there. But Mike, I, Mike, I, I thank you for the call. Not just London, not just the Empire State Building that has the uh, the colors of the Ukraine uh, flag, but also at the uh, Eiffel Tower. The same thing uh, happened. Now let's go to Tony in Jersey City. Good morning, Tony. Welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
Good morning. Thank you, Dominic. Uh, first, with, with Curtis, tell him to chill out, oh, chill out a little bit with that. Uh, he's, had, he's, had, he's had better days. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> hey, hey, wait, Tony, Tony, wait, Tony. Yes. I've had better days. That that that's Curtis. That's Curtis. And and I then know. he's gonna tell me. And then he also tells me, right? What, what you get, and I'm gonna let you make your comment. With Curtis, what you get on air is what you get off air. He doesn't like when I say the truth that the man has a, a heart of gold. And Curtis right. Lee, what is the type? He talks a good game, a good tough game, but the guy has a heart of gold, and he'll give you the shirt off his off his back. Oh. That's the type oh, of sure. guy he is. But go right ahead, Tony. Oh, sure. Okay, about the Ukraine. Just uh, earlier, someone had mentioned that Putin's in his late 70s and maybe in bad health. Uh, Putin's only 69. He just turned 69 and apparently in very good health. So I, I think we have a, a strong adversary that we have to be very aware of and uh, wary of. Uh-huh. Um, adding to that, uh, have you had a chance to read the transcript of his speech from the other day? I have not. Okay. It, uh, it's really uh, eye-opening. If you read it, you get, you know, you get a read on the man, what he's all about and what he, where, you know, from where he's coming from, his perspective. For instance, he talks about us talking down to him, and he's saying, where, you know, where does this come from, uh, this insolent manner of talking down from a height of his exceptionalism and infallibility? He goes, you know, where, where mm. does that come from? He also mentions the segregation of of Western society, which he's afraid is being pushed upon his, you know, his community, his country. So if we get a a read on where he's coming from, I think we better understand what's going on. He has no excuse for going to another country like that, but just getting an inside look into the man. If you read the transcript. Well, well, Tony, uh, you've given me some uh, a weekend assignment for me to look at the transcript, and that's what I'm going to do. I thank you uh, for the telephone call, and have a uh, lovely weekend. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. The situation in Ukraine, more violence uh, overnight, more sirens. It's, uh, it's now uh, morning time there uh, on Saturday morning. I will be with you until the top of the hour. And, of course, coming up at 1 a.m., Curtis Lewa, the weekend edition of The Other Side of Midnight. I will be right back with more of your telephone calls. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. You better believe, folks, I'm coming back to this story next week at some point. Obviously, we're focusing on Ukraine, but this woman that is in the hospital as we speak, savagely beaten with a hammer, police say they believe the man is homeless. She's 57 years old. All she was trying to do was walk into the Long Island City Queens subway station Uh, Nina Rothschild, she's in critical condition. And I want you to think about this. Police believe she was hit in the head with the hammer as many as 13 times. 13 times hit in the head with a hammer 
by some animal that started out by kicking her first as she was trying to walk down the subway stairs. That alone, folks, and it's already happened in New York before where an Asian-American woman fell with traveling with her son, hit her head, and died. And she now has a fractured skull and lacerations to the head and is in critical condition. And she was already giving back to New York as a senior health scientist for the New York City Health Department. Her brother is also a scientist in uh, Manhattan at, at Columbia. And he says that his sister is recovering from surgery. The world that we live in. But right now, for the rest of the program, we, we, we are focusing on what's happening in Ukraine, and we're taking your telephone calls, and Curtis Sliwa is uh, excited and uh, ready to go to start his show, which starts at uh, 1 a.m. Let's go to Nutley, New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Michael. Michael, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, first to Mary Beth. The reason why you're afraid to come into New York City is because extremely soft on crime Democrat Party career politicians run New York City. And they actually put sanctions on the freedom and liberties of the law abiding the law abiding New York City citizens. That all comes from Democrats. Now back to Ukraine. Your question was, should we should be involved? Should we be involved? Yes, we should have been involved. You know how this how before Putin uh, um, invaded Ukraine, we should have literally had 70,000 American troops in Ukraine with another 200,000 NATO troops. Because remember, Putin said he wanted peacekeeping forces in there. Well, guess what? Maybe we should have had our own peacekeeping forces in there. And to see, and let's see who, who doesn't want to keep the peace. Let's see if Putin would have crossed that line to Ukraine and attacked the Ukrainian people. We, that should have been our deterrent. And at the same time, Every politician, every, I guess, famous person that bashes America should have came out, and, came out and appealed to the Russian people, the Russian mothers of those Russian soldiers, and should have said to them, tell, tell your president to stop trying to start a war with Ukraine and destroy peace in Europe. That's what we should have done. And one other thing, I'm going to say it again. I appeal to any Russian-American citizen who has family in Moscow. Please tell him to get a scope and a rifle and take Putin out. Why? Because he's a danger to free Europe and the free world. This, this history is repeating itself, Dominic, and we got to do something about it. We should have wow. challenged Putin when we had the chance. But, of course, we had, a, we had a degenerate president at our helm because the Democrats voted him in. That's why we... We Americans now are probably like third place in the world right now in leadership. Back, and the thing is, if that thing would have been done to, to Putin, like take him out, that would have put President Xi in his place until China. Don't even think of invading Taiwan or messing with Australia or India or the Pacific Rim. We, okay. we let right. this happen, especially the Democrats, and the word okay, should Michael. spread. The word. Okay, Michael, I, I, I thank you for your call. And... Um... 
Let's hope that history is not uh, repeating itself. Let's go from Nutley, New Jersey to Ontario, Canada, and let's say good morning to Tony. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. How are you? I'm okay, Tony. Thank you. Go right ahead. The reason I'm calling, uh, unfortunately, what I think is going to happen is that NATO is not going to help Ukraine until it's too late. Putin's going to get into Ukraine. He's going to try to attack Poland. He's going to try to attack Sweden and Finland. And you know what? He doesn't play by the rules. Neither should the rest of the world. Just get in there and kick his butt. That's what I think should happen. But you really think that his next his next stop, next move would be Poland? Well, look at what Hitler did. Mm. Hitler signing a non-aggression pact, and by the time the ink dried, he was already taking Poland. History right. repeated itself, just like the last caller said. He's absolutely 150% correct. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. <laughs> what well, do you think? Tony- Tony, well, I, Tony, it's um, I. I don't know if he's if Putin is is bold enough to go that far. Oh uh, yeah, I, I mean, but Putin. but 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 you know, but who who can speak with certainty as to uh, you know what? Uh, he's got an ideology from the Cold War. You can, you can take the boy out of the KGB. You can't take the KGB out of the boy. Hmm. He's just—it's hmm. just him. He's not—he's not going to listen. He is not going to listen. He's just a stubborn cement head. That's my opinion. Right. Okay. Well, Tony, uh, calling from Ontario, uh, uh, Canada, this morning. I thank you um, very much uh, for for your telephone call. Dominic Carter here with you until the uh, top of the hour, and let's go to Manhattan now. Let's say good morning to Michael. Michael, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Okay, Dominic. Um, Putin has been planning this for a long time. Uh, Ukraine has been a thorn in his side since that whole Donbass uprising. He is basically surrounding Ukraine. He's got uh, Belarus on one side where he installed a puppet government. He already has Crimea. And he's got access to the Black Sea. Um, he wants <clears throat> he wants the Ukraine for its riches. It's not a backwater country. It produces a huge amount of wheat for the world, as well as it has very key mineral ingredients. So uh, Putin has a plan in mind um you know hopefully he doesn't destroy the whole country in order to get control of it um i think he will stop with the ukraine although he wants to threaten the you know the baltic countries but he knows that nato is you know finally mobilizing now um so i think that's what's going to happen but the pusillanimous never heard that word before, feckless Biden. His State Department guy, uh, not, I think it was Blinken or the other one, um, was asked, well, what sanctions are you putting on? And this reporter had a complete list of the sanctions that were not allowed by Biden to be uh, 
affected. And there was a long list. And this guy was the the state spokesman was going like Jackie Gleason. This is paper tiger stuff. Uh, it has no effect on Putin. And and why doesn't he just say, okay, look, we're going to stop buying oil from Putin in the first place to be buying oil. And then, you know what, let's open up the uh, Alaska area right the pipeline oil. but he's he doesn't he's so controlled by by the greens and by the radical leftists that he can't even do that well, um, Mike, michael I, I hear you and i thank you for your call so we are receiving uh reports now that residents in ukraine are being told if you hear the sirens take take cover uh, there's there's uh, apparent uh, violence uh, as we speak right now uh, going on in uh, in Ukraine where it is it is uh, 7:56 I believe it's 7:56 a.m. So very much so an ongoing situation that can change uh, minute to uh, minute. Let's go to Lamar calling from uh, downtown. Uh, downtown Manhattan, Lamar. Uh, good evening, uh, Mr. Good morning. Dominic. From downtown, where? Downtown, Lamar. From downtown, where? In the city. Downtown okay, Manhattan. Go, okay, go right ahead. Well, I just wanted to say it is really uh, quite remarkable the number of people you have calling your program with assessments of the Ukraine situation that could only be called uh, ludicrous. We're living in a country today, as you know, Mr. Dominic where members of the high command, officers of flag rank, four-star generals such as Miller and others, who are more concerned with introducing into the fighting phalanxes of this country men with female aspirations. Their greatest generation is gone. There are no longer men like Audrey Leon Murphy, the greatest infantryman of all time, and if you don't know who this is in the listening audience, just Google his name. This country has become a mockery and a laughing stock, and the ideas that have been presented on your program this evening would be comical if they weren't so pathetic. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay, was- I got you. I got you, Lamar, and I, I thank you for the call. I, you made you made your point. I, I got you here. Let's go to Sam in Woodside. Sam, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you. Um, uh, Ukraine today is like Iraq was in 2003 when the United States went into Iraq for their oil. Okay? So uh, uh, what, is hap- what happened to Iraq in 2003 is now happening to Ukraine now. Now, and, and uh, Trump realized it. Putin realized it. They were, they were on the same wavelength. And they were trying to stop this from recurring again. But since we have such an idiot in the, in, in the covering up his family, which should be in prison, uh, 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 Putin took advantage of the situation. So that's why you believe, Sam, that all of this happened, that he saw the opportunity? Yeah, he, he, you know, America, uh, Trump realized and also Putin realized that America 
had his blood on its hands. It started Vietnam, then Iraq, then um, uh, uh, what's the other, Libya. You know, the United States went in to, to, the, to the Mideast for the, for the oil, just like uh, Putin. You know, America, uh, my country, right or wrong, might makes right. Um, what's the other expression that, that Bush Cheney uses? Might makes right, my country, right or wrong. Well, 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 Sam, I, I, I hear you, but, but I, I'm out of time, and I thank you. I thank you for the call. And uh, to the rest of you that I did not get a chance to uh, take your calls, Curtis Lewa is standing by. He's all excited and ready to go, as only Curtis Lewa can do and be. You can uh, call Curtis up. He will be here all night long, and he loves uh, the banter and the back and forth. Folks, we are following the latest as it relates to the situation with Ukraine and Russia. I will be back Monday night at midnight. Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77, WABC.